Welcome to the Author Alchemist Podcast. I'm here to make your writing magic happen. I'm going to teach you how to use your superpowers to ignite, inspire, and encourage your creativity so that you can turn lead into gold. Join me, Kimba York, as I delve into the many mysteries of inspiration, motivation, and imagination. Welcome back, folks, fellow writers, to the Author Alchemist Podcast's 16th episode. I am, as always, thrilled to be back and doing this. Happy to be getting on a regular schedule with updating the podcast. Seems to be my biggest hurdle, but by the time this is aired... I'll definitely be back on the weekly schedule that I had imagined from the very beginning. So go be, triumph, little things that count, right? Today's topic is uh, the writer's hero's journey. If you're a writer, if you're an adult, even if you're a high schooler, you probably know about the hero's journey. The hero's journey, as we're familiar with it, was developed by Joseph Campbell all the way back in the 40s, which I was surprised to find, um, I guess because I remember Joseph Campbell interviews from the 70s, and obviously his work had to have been published before he was popular and being interviewed in the 70s, but it just stuck in my mind that it was something that had come into popular culture in the 70s. It's ridiculous. Even Star Wars was based on the hero's journey. It's been around for a while. So learned something new myself in doing the research for this podcast. It's a monomyth that outlines the steps of theoretically every heroic epic in mythology. I am not a mythologist. I am not somebody who can claim any scholarly expertise in this area. I do know that there's been back and forth about just how universal the hero's journey is as a monomyth. But this podcast isn't about arguing that. I leave it for the experts. It has entered popular consciousness, though, and it has become a a source for many writers and artists of all media as a structure and a framework for writing. If you go online, you will find many, many guides, websites, books, PDF downloads about how to use some version of the hero's journey as an outlining tool for your books. It's a very good tool to use, certainly not the only one you can use, but if you are planning on writing a rather epic, large-scale story, you can't go wrong using the hero's journey. But of course, this podcast isn't about that. I want to talk about the hero's journey as a metaphor for writing, specifically writing a book or a story, perhaps even a series. It can be applied at a lot of different levels, which is why it's a monomyth and why it's so universal and applicable to so many things. 
but I definitely think that there's some value in it as a tool for inspiration and motivation for the act of writing itself. Now here I have to give a little bit of a shout out to Stephen Pressfield. His most recent book is called The Artist's Journey. However, what he does is use the final step of the hero's journey as a launching pad for a different journey, which is what he calls the artist's journey. He's not applying the hero's journey to the artist's journey. He's he's separating them as two different things, which is kind of an interesting approach, I thought, when I read it, because he's treating the hero's journey in the life cycle of an artist as something that they have to go through before they can achieve freedom as an artist. So it is a stage in your life. He identifies his heroic journey as something that happened to him in his 20s. And while he doesn't put any kind of age rage on it, it is something he defines as an experience you must go through before you become a fully engaged artist. I'm not going to argue that. I think there's some truth to it. And I really liked the book. I highly suggest you read it. Or even better, I get the audiobook. Stephen Pressfield's writing style in his guides like this and The War of Art lends itself very well to him reading it. And so I love the audiobooks. I listen to them a lot. And so I recommend particularly that format if you decide to read the book. But that's not the approach I'm taking either. The approach I'm taking is to apply the hero's journey to writing a novel and how the steps of moving through that mirror our emotional and psychological life cycle in the writing of a specific book. So as a little bit of a refresher, let's talk about the hero's journey Joseph Campbell broke it down into three stages with 17 steps, as you would expect a scholarly academic to do. We are not going to do that. It has been simplified over the years, and as I said, there are lots of different sources you can go to to find riffs on Campbell's work and different ways of breaking the steps down for the monomyth. I'm actually going to be working off of Christopher Vogler's revisions of Campbell's original work, and I will include links on all of that if you're curious about doing the research, so you'll be able to find that in the show notes. It's envisioned as a cycle. Campbell called the final stage the return. In fact, the three stages are departure, initiation, and return. It's meant to be a cycle. It's meant to come back around to a new beginning point That's doesn't make sense to you. You can think of it more as a spiral. You're constantly going around the points in the spiral, but you're never coming back to the same place. You always start out with a call to adventure and move through the threshold before you get to the next stage. And this is in the writing cycle of a book or a story, 
is when you imagine the story and you're excited about writing it and you're doing research on it or you're developing characters and you have to move through the threshold of going from the idea to the action. And that's really where in the parlance of the hero's journey, you're moving from the known to the unknown. I'll include an image in the show notes that shows this a little more clearly than I can explain perhaps in words. But part of the journey is going from the safety zone of what you know and what you've been doing and breaking through the threshold into the unknown. The majority of the hero's journey takes place in the unknown. And honestly, I cannot think of a better metaphor for writing a book than that. You're stepping into the unknown. I do not care how carefully you've outlined every scene that you're going to be writing. You are still stepping into the unknown. And I get it, my friends. It can be scary. Whether you're outlining in order to ward off those fears or you're jumping in with both feet as a pantser to uh, just avoid facing those fears. I've done a little bit of both over the years. It's scary. So then you move through challenges and temptations. Challenges, of course, being the difficulties of writing and planning and plotting and character arcs. Temptations are the a thousand and one reasons that you find not to write, the thoughts you have that it's a stupid story, you the thoughts that you have that it's a silly story and no one will want to read it and you should just put it aside and close out the file and just delete it off your hard drive. Who's, who's ever going to care, right? That's all the temptations that writers have. Heroes may have different temptations by different names, but those are the temptations writers experience every day. And that is part of our hero's journey. In the traditional hero's journey, there's the lowest point, which is the bottom of the circle. It is a point right before transformation. And when I was doing research on the hero's journey, I think this is the piece that made me realize that I was experiencing the hero's journey every time I wrote a book because I know that abyss so well, so very well. I know it intimately. I see it coming up before me. It's that point when I lose faith in the story. It's that point where I step away from the story and cannot come back to it. It's sometimes that point where I've written myself into a corner despite all my best intentions, and just decide there's no way I can fix it without rewriting the whole thing top to bottom. There's the temptation again, huh? But when I come back to it, when I force myself to sit my butt in my chair, and come back to the story, I experience the transformation of knowing that this story is going to get completed. When I come back to it, and we get to the transformation step of the hero's journey. The transformation is not finishing the story. The transformation is me 
believing that I can finish the story because I can see the end. I can see how everything comes together. I can see that if I've done an outline, which as you know, I don't do too often, but I do sometimes. And when I do an outline, I can see how all the character arcs and all the special things that I have put in place are weaving back together to make a full tapestry. The next step in the hero journey before you move out of the unknown is atonement. And I think for me, and I suspect for many other writers experiencing the hero's journey of writing a book, is the atonement is forgiving ourselves for not writing the perfect book. And I hate to say it because I want my book to be perfect. I want your book to be perfect. I want everybody to write the perfect stories they imagine. But the bottom line is we aren't going to do that. I never have. I don't think any author really ever has. So our atonement is acknowledging our limitations, accepting that Our atonement is accepting our limitations and accepting the deal we make with ourselves to finish the story despite the fact it's not perfect. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive our story, even. That's our atonement. And then we move out of the unknown into a world that's suddenly familiar to us. A lot of times this is defined as the gift of the goddess, and I don't think it's a gift or from a goddess so much as it is the gift that we are giving ourselves, which is the completed story. And I have to say, as a published professional author, it's funny how there is a change in worldview once a story gets done. Not to romanticize it too much. I've written a lot of stories in my life, and I can't say um, any particular one is more dear or precious than the other. But when a story is done, when it's finished, to me it feels like it's always been finished. It feels like it's always been there. I'm suddenly back into the world of the known Because this book is a known thing to me now. It's just part of my life. And then you know what? It's time to go through it all over again with the next story. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for that. The thing about the hero's journey that is truly universal, no matter how many scholars argue over the specific steps or interpretations of it, is that it's difficult. The hero's journey is hard. Point blank, it's not easy. It will take energy. It will take constant motivation just to keep at it. If it was easy, it wouldn't be a heroic epic to tell, would it? But this is what we do for every book we write. Every story we write, I suspect short story writers go through something similar. I don't write short stories too often, so I can't claim to be an expert on that side of it. But 
Most of the short story writers I know, uh, especially the ones who do literary fiction, I think would probably agree with me. The hero's journey is tough, and writing is hard. So if you look at every story you write as a hero's journey for you as the author, I hope it will help put into perspective the challenges you're facing and maybe make you feel a little less lonely about dealing with them, knowing that every author faces these challenges and these temptations. Every author moves from the known world where our book does not exist into the unknown world where we are creating it. What is important is to give yourself some credit for accepting the challenge, for being strong enough to walk into the hero's journey and write your book. And I think it's also important to understand that, yes, monomyths have value in teaching us some universal precepts about the human condition, but that doesn't mean that your journey isn't unique, because it is. Your feelings, your emotions, your temptations, your skill set, your mentors uh, who help guide you along the way, they're all different, they're all unique to you. Always remember that it's your journey that you're taking. Be kind to yourself and keep writing. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Author Alchemist podcast. Have a great productive week full of inspiration, motivation, and creativity. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm Kim Boo York, and I hope this episode has helped to clear away the cobwebs from your inspiration and given you the power to write the stories you want to read. For more podcasts and other tools, please visit my website at www.authoralchemist.com or email me at kimboo at authoralchemist.com. I'd love to read your questions and feedback. Now, it's time for us to get some writing done. Talk to y'all soon.